Right, ready? <laughs> Got crabs? Welcome to the show! Whee! It looks I've a little bit demonic. So much CBD, I've gone blind. <laughs> Use the code WHATAF. Hello everyone, welcome to What's Up. This is the f- final one of the year. It goes out on it goes out on New Year's Eve. Goes out tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow, New Year's Eve. So if, if something happens overnight, we haven't ignored it. We just didn't know it happened. No, because we haven't got a a, a playbook for what's going to happen in the future, unless we kind of do. Well, we actually do that for a living, don't we? Yeah, we could just get the Illuminati board game out over Christmas. <laughs> Work out what's coming. I think what's coming is the thing's going to get smashed up and uh, put in the bin by the end of the world to come, considering... I hope so. Yeah. I yep. hope so. Uh, right, OK. Um, let's empty the dishwasher. Head over to supremecbd.uk. Use the code WTAR. Start that again. Win. <laughs> let's kick the washing machine. Head over to supremecbd.uk. Use the code WTAF. It's four letters, isn't it? I mean, and you get forty percent off everything. Bosh. How was your Christmas, Richard? Will it? It was pretty good. Yeah, I had a nice time. It's nice when you've got the kids now, aren't you? So it's different. Um, yeah, really yeah. nice. Um, playing around on Arthur got everything he wanted, but he would do. I'm wondering what next year's going to be like when he's not like completely the centre of attention. So that'd be interesting. But yeah, really oh, nice. Of course, yeah. What about yourself? Yeah. Um, shit, really. If I'm honest. I, I kind of, I went. I've, I've never liked Christmas really. Like maybe when I was a kid, because like I get toy trains and stuff and Mega Drives. Yeah. But um, as an adult and even as a young adult teenager, I couldn't be asked for Christmas. I find it quite boring. If I'm honest, there's just lots of lulls and just meh. And then we had the kids, and obviously then it's game changer, isn't it? It yeah. sort of comes to life again and becomes magical. Um, and then this year I just felt like it had gone back a bit to, oh, yeah. Well, you've been through a rough time, mate. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my sister hated Christmas anyway. <laughs> hated it with a passion. But this was funny as well. It was, um, we went to a, a, a memorial um, when we were down there. Loads and loads of people there, which was amazing. And people were coming up and saying stuff. And there was one guy came up saying, oh, you know, I knew, I knew your sister from this and that and this and that. And um, how sad it is, obviously, but also how sad it is at this time of year because how much she loved Christmas. And I was looking at him thinking, I don't know. Did you even know her? Because she hated it. She hated it with a passion. He just walked in off and of thought, I'll, I'll join in. There's a load of people on the beach. I'll go and walk down there and hang out with them. <laughs> It's like wedding, wedding crashes, but slightly more twisted. Yeah, I actually did it at a funeral at a pub once. Like they, they you know, was it the wake bit afterwards? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was one of the ones when I did drink back in the day. I'd go and talk to anyone. It's like, oh, they look. F-. Yeah, it was a wake. I didn't realise for about ten minutes that I was in the middle of a. They seemed very nice. Just so, like, how did you know him? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that's, that's, is that the answer, or did you blag it? Oh wait. Oh, oh we used to drink. Long. Long time ago. Oh yeah. God. We going way back. Uh, since <sighs> when he was in the uh, when he was working, we worked together on it. Oh, that's weird because he never worked. Obviously, because of his disability. Oh uh, yeah, I used to talk about my work with him and uh, push him around in his uh, wheelchair. That's weird, though, that you would talk about work with him, given his disability was that he was mute. Well, he's, I, know I did the talking mostly. It was more, it was one way, um, but he, I knew he what he, he knew what I meant, and we used to silently laugh about all the things I'd get up to at work and my clear drinking problem. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure you knew him. Yeah. Sounds like you knew him. Fancy a pint? <laughs> yeah. Um, one funny thing happened over Christmas to Rich. Well, it amused me anyway. Right. Um. So, I assume because we stayed in a chalet, 
Um, I and it's all equipped, even though there was no internet, even though they said there was, but there was a scam. So I looked and I was like, well, I need to work. And there's no internet. Um, so I phoned reception. I was like, oh yeah, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any internet. Oh yeah, no, the internet is in um, is in the bar area, but it's free to use. Obviously in the bar area. I was like, that's okay, right? What you've done is you've you've not lied, but you've omitted somewhat. I think that's a okay, bit of a fine. lie, to be honest. I'll get so this is on like the twenty third. I was like, right, I'll get my laptop then, um, and I'll come over to the bar area. Oh, bar's close to the twenty ninth. <laughs> There's no internet then, is there? Anyway, the other thing there wasn't, Rich, was there wasn't a tree. Now I assume there would be because I think right people coming down to stay for Christmas in the chalets. I assume they'd just give you a little tree, put it in the corner because no one's loading up a bloody you know Christmas thing, tree, an yeah. spruce or whatever onto the back of their car. But there wasn't a tree, and I was like, we've got to have a tree. Jen was, I was like, don't worry about it. Like, because we're going to her grandparents for Christmas anyway. There's a tree there or whatever. I was like, no, I've got to have a tree. So I went to Asda and all I could find, honestly, mate, like I put a picture of it up, it's that big. <laughs> right. It cost me four quid. It was that big. Yeah. And it's fabric. Really? And there's no lights on it. So I came back from Asda with it. And I see James like, did you get a tree? I'm like, yep. <laughs> Basically, basically, I'm, I, I turned into away resorts when they said there was Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean, I did get a tree. That's but, it. And we'll just cut there. Yeah. And, but the and bar's we'll, closed. I'll leave the bar out. There's no caveats. There's no kind of, you know, no, it's just. No, because yeah. it's like if you end the story with like uh, at the good point. So if you just ended like Jesus um, fed a lot of people uh, with fish, we magicked up and some got drunk on wine. The end. It's quite nice, isn't it? You get rid of the yeah. like hanging bit and the nails in the hand. Yeah, it just it depends when you sort of opt out the story. So if you so so it's it's like basically talking to someone in the IRA who's just got back from London, you know, in the eighties. You go, have you ever been to London? Go, yeah, yeah, I went there last week. And then don't talk about the putting the bomb in the bin and shit. Just yeah, I went there last yeah. week. So the police of the inspectors would go. So you went to London and you were. How did you cover it? I just didn't get that far in the story. No, that's all you need to know is I went to London. You need to know anything about a nail bomb or anything like that. Just, just I went to London. I just stopped telling the story early. Yeah. Start lying. Yeah. Um, right, go on then. What's your first what half? Um, let's have a look at. Did you see the Kevin Spacey video? I don't know what Tucker's on at the minute. I don't know. See, I when we looked at it, so obviously, guys, if you haven't seen it yet, it's disturbing, but go and watch it. Tucker posted a video of him interviewing, um, mock interviewing, um, Kevin Spacey. We all know Spacey from his days of trying it on with men, although that's never been proven, or boys, or that's never been proven either. Um a Christmas message, and where he seems to be putting on a very weird accent and playing on like a would you, a candidate for U.S. president. Um, it's very strange. It's very weird. And I thought, okay, this is just a joke. And I thought maybe this is a deep fake video, and they're going to come out a couple of days later and say, look how easy it is to implant someone's face on someone else's body and pretend it's them. I haven't heard anything. What's your take on it? And also, there's a Masonic pillow right behind um, uh, Spacey, um, where it's clearly the Masonic kind of apron. I, I, I'll be honest, mate, I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with with Tucker. I liked Tucker at Fox for certain bits. Like I, di I didn't think, like, he doesn't have... Well, they're saying he doesn't have the full story. I think he's got a lot more of the story than he felt he could get away with on Fox. Yeah, and obviously he actually then pushed that envelope ever so slightly too far, and hence why he's no longer employed by them. But I like some of the stuff he was doing, and he was starting to question stuff, and he was starting to get stuff out in the mainstream, particularly um, about the vaccine, and also you know going way back to when the 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 fraud hero um, Donald Trump was about to blow the living shit out of Syria, mm. and it was Tucker Carlson that basically talked him out of it by you know, doing a whole big long broadcast about what we, what it would mean in terms of Trump's base yeah. um, of supporters should he do it. 
um, and the planes were in the sky, weren't they? Um, and they turned them round. So he's just saved thousands of lives. So well done, Tucker. Um, but since he's left and gone to X, you know, there just seems to be this clique appearing, doesn't there, of, of him and Elon and um, various other people like Rogan and, and, and whatever. Um, I don't like cliques. No, but I think you're completely right. I was thinking the same thing. <clears throat> it seems to be like they're just kind of pushing this little gaggle of people, and let's name them. I mean, obviously, Alex Jones, we've got um, Elon Musk, Tate, and now Tucker. Um, they seem to be going off that Joe Rogan. He seems to be taking the people that would be questioning it and are questioning it and then taking them off on a different kind of faction. And that, that seems to be like they've created this little sort of a gaggle bus to get on and go over to the yeah. different side because to me I, I see like the same as your dad it's a here and no further let's just stop them here before they go on no further who knows about that I mean I, I can't see I did a whole show with it with Ryan Christian Last American Vagabond on, on um, uh, Alex Jones I can't see him not knowing exactly what this is so it's a very strange, especially that video was very odd as well. It compromises yeah. Tucker more than it compromises anyone else. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite odd what's happening at the minute. But I'm sure it's one of those things that will kind of become evident in a series of weeks or months where you'll go, ah, that's what that's all about then. Wow. You know, I mean, I, I think like, you know, Noam Chomsky has said some good stuff over the years he's said some shit stuff over the years particularly related to covid and all that sort of nonsense he's just like a mad professor now but i remember him saying and i'll butcher the quote but it's basically along the lines of of what you what you do is you know to create this illusion of of free freedom and free speech and whatever is you allow you basically have a, a very small window in which you allow very very vigorous debate Mm -hmm. lots of people you can row and argue and you can say what you like but it's within these parameters and then you've got all this stuff and you can you you know israel is 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 out of it because if you talk about it you're an anti-semite climate change is out of it covid you know vac vaccines historically even childhood vaccines going back years ago were out of it you can't talk about them there's the things you can't talk about isn't it um but everything else you can just have this real big argument and debate and you know, yeah. talk about it what you want. That's fine because actually, you're not, you're still not expanding to where you need to be to actually get the full fucking picture. I think it's probably partly that, that that you know, at the end of the day, the idea that there is an extraterrestrial influence on planet Earth is has gone from being, all right, mate, you got straight jacket, to I don't know, to actually more and more people are now going, well, there's blatantly an anti-human agenda. Look at yeah. the state of the freaking world. And so it feels like maybe it's sort of trying to nip that in the bud a bit and go, you know, maybe it's about pushing us towards this fake alien invasion. Because in terms of those UFO um, military, um, you know, images and videos and, and, and stuff that was coming out, it was all coming out on Tucker Carlson through Fox. Okay, interesting. You know, going back five years you know, that the stuff was coming out in terms of disclosure and it was always, so maybe that's the vibe. I don't know. No, but it's something, it's a limited hangout, isn't it? I don't bloody know. Yeah. It's very, yeah, very Ryan odd. Yeah, Ryan Christian's limited hangout. Yeah. No, unlimited hangout. Is that unlimited hangout? I thought it was Whitney Webb. I thought right, <laughs> Ryan Christian did stuff for that as well. Oh yeah. Probably. Oh Jesus. Are you all right? <coughs> Baby Jesus. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's very odd, especially to bring him in. I mean, it seems like, OK, if you're going to bring someone in, it's, it, they might sort of had Harold Shipman or Hillary Clinton on the sofa. Like, he was weird, especially... I mean, no one believes that he's not guilty, I don't believe. He hasn't done any research. Um, so, it's very odd. Well, I told you, didn't I? I think that I played a festival mm. years ago in Oxfordshire. And because I was basically reliant... Because it was in the middle of nowhere, I was reliant on a train... And then being picked up by the organiser. Um, and the only time the guy could get me was basically in the morning because obviously he had to do all the setting up. So I got there dead early, like 10 o'clock. The festival didn't start till 12, like an all-day festival. I probably wasn't on stage till like 5 or 6 because I was just an acoustic act. So I had loads of time to kill. And there was another lad that had come in from London who was on the same, had the same situation. So I ended up sitting there with this guy who had an amazing voice, very operatic. He was actually an actor by trade in on, on the stage. Hmm. 
in London and stuff. And I um, just did a bit of music for, for a bit of fun, basically. And so he just said to me, he got a part. We were chatting away. I said, what kind of things are you on? And, and, and one was something with Kevin Spacey in London. And this was years and years ago. You know, more, I didn't know anything about Kevin Spacey then, apart from the fact that he, I felt he was a gifted actor um, and very famous. And so, you know, this was around the time of American Beauty, so however long ago that is, you know, where he was really huge. Yeah, he was proper A-list. 90s, wasn't it? And I, I was like, um, I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like that. And he was like, no. And I, and, I, and I probed him on that. And then I asked him about it. Um, and he basically said that he, he told me, he said, he's yeah, you know, you've, the, the, if you want better parts and X, Y, and Z, he's a bit, you know, with the lads. Yeah. And I was like, shit, really? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, fuck, okay. Maybe not such a good gig then, mate. No, he's creepy. He has that creepy kind of vibe to him. Yeah, yeah. It's very, 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 very strange that they would jump into bed literally with this guy. But there you go. What's next then? Rona's back. <laughs> back again. And we've done this a few times because they keep trying to just rebadge it, don't they? I'm not I'm not driving a mini metro, Lynn. Right? They just keep trying to bring it back and then it fails and then they go oh, all right ukraine for a bit and then it fails and then they go right stop the security at the fence in gaza right and then and then they try and bring it back again and that's what they've done this time so you've got all your influencers which i'm now calling influenzas right Good. yeah are all suddenly testing positive they're all putting their pictures up one by one you know you know how they were all how they were all in unison with the I've just seen the footage of Hamas that's been released by the IDF. And they yeah. all tweeted the same thing. Do you it know did. what I mean? <clears throat> uh, Do you think and, any and, of them saw any footage? Uh, I don't know. No. I have no idea. But they all tweeted the same thing. And Mike, Mike Pompeo, so, someone's not told him. Someone's not gone, Mike, we've stopped doing that now because he's still tweeting the same thing. <laughs> every well, did, you take, did you take the DVD home? Mike? Every, every death in Gaza is the responsibility of Hamas. Free Gaza from Hamas. You've cut and pasted that every day for fucking four months. Um, but, but yeah, so they're all in unison. Bang, bang, bang. So you're like, okay, right. So then I saw Bernie Sanders, the fraudulent opposition. Um, he he was tweeting it how he's got Rona. Mild symptoms. How many jabs you had? Well, none, obviously. But how many jabs have you said mm. you've had? Um, and so... When this happens, I'm looking at. I'm going. Well, that's not a coincidence. There's, you know, they've they've been activated. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, I saw it yesterday. I came back to Derbyshire, and we were on the boat, and there's a guy just lying there with his Indonesian sweatshop blue mask on. It's like, all right, that's happening then. Um, lying know, there. Yeah, he was lying down. What's <laughs> really? We're on the midday boat. You're right, mate. I mean, he might work nights, to be fair. But anyway, um, I've I've seen quite a lot on the Isle of Wight. I mean, the, the Isle of Wight isn't. You're not going to see many contestants in the top end intellectual TV um, quiz shows from the Isle of Wight. Mastermind. I will. I will, I will say that. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is down to interbreeding. <laughs> but so you always saw more masks there anyway. So I even think like, that's why me and you had the same sense of humour because coming from Norfolk and the Isle of Wight, it's literally like we come from the same place. Yeah, they've only just replaced like the swinging doors at the pubs with just regular doors now. <laughs> they still have the bottom one, like a saloon just for a laugh to see people fall through. Oh, talking of that, so... Uh, Gemma's parents' house on the Isle of Wight, right? They've built these flood defences, which are basically these two massive planks of wood that go across the gate. So whenever there's a flood, which happens all the time, because, again, mastermind, they build houses on floodplains on the Isle of Wight for a laugh and don't do any irrigation or drainage, because, you know, woohoo! So their house is at the bottom of the hill, and so it gets flooded all the time. So they've got this, you know, stuff in place. But even when it's not raining... Her dad is paranoid to the point of, well, they're staying up. Well, I forgot they were there, didn't I? So I'm walking <laughs> along with a big bag of toys, right? Bosh. Honestly, I, I just, I've got, you can't see it, but I, I, I look like I had stigmata right here. Straight. I think I showed you last week, didn't you I? Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You showed us yeah, last week. Yeah, but I've you. now got this lump. I've got this proper lump in my hand. And I was like, I thought I had something trapped in there. Don't you oh, see that? Oh, you've got a little bit. 
Lego. I thought it was like a little bit of gristle or whatever, and it will come out. But yeah. I now I think I've actually because Gemma told me this, and then I've I've googled it. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I think I've damaged a tendon, Aww. and there's nothing, nothing I can do about that. Can you? Is you like sometimes my little finger gets locked because old. To be honest, yeah, yeah, you might have you might have problems. Um, I don't even know what you were talking about then. What were we talking Rona about? Rona being back. That's yeah, it. so yeah. I, I, I feel like these people are activated. I'm seeing more people with masks now. There's lots of Rona's not over. Um, oh, mate, I'll tell you what was funny. So I've got, I'm, I'm literally like bloody Ross Noble today, aren't I? Going all yeah, over the shop. Honestly, it's like you've got ADA. How many? You said you had three coffees, to be I've fair. I've had three coffees, yeah. yeah. But I was watching, half watching, half listening to the New York Rangers game last night. Um, and She had one ear, ear muff on and, and an eye closed. Yeah. Basically, um, and obviously they have the adverts, and but they're American adverts, and um, but in America they have to tell you the side effects of the drugs, don't they? So here it's like try Voltrol, it's great, get rid of your pain, see you later. Available at Wilco's or whatever. Whereas there it's like Voltrol gets rid of the pain in your back. Also, brrr, and it's then really they scatter quick. like a bloody machine yeah. gun, like you might die. Yeah, AIDS, 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 massive AIDS, and cancer of the bones, and AIDS, and sometimes you will go to explode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all, all that they basically what funds American television is, is big pharma, to be honest. And so there was an advert on about this skin rub, which was not Voltarol, but it was that sort of vibe. And one of the side effects was skin cancer. <laughs> I'll just have backache, mate. I was just a backache. And then, um, but then the other one was the new Moderna um, Spike Vax. Christ. Right? So it says Spike Vax because, you know, COVID's not over. Um, and then it has to reel off the side effects. And and so there was there was heart inflammation, um, all, all these various things. And I, I remember listening to it and I was like, she's just listed a bunch of conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're saying it. And they're saying it while trying to get you to take it. It's mad, isn't it? People Do you want to will. Come to my pub. It's uh, it's only two pound a pint, but you might get knifed. Um, you might get bummed against your will. Yeah. Um, you might get smashed up um, with a ashtray um, and robbed. Okay, um, but you are really thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> How much was a pint again? Two quid. Bargain. I'll take the risk. <laughs> That's what it's what it is, yeah. isn't it? Oh well, yeah. It's like even if you believe in the nonsense, right? The death percentage just irrelevant numbers, right? Even if you believe the bollocks, to then go, okay, so you've got a naught point naught naught percent chance of dying of this, um, but what I can do, I can give you something that might, I think it might stop you dying from it, but also what it might do is it might you might die. <laughs> But if you don't take it, it, you might die. So what we're getting yeah. at here is I might die. Yeah, you might die. Yeah, but if you don't take it, then you might die worse what, than if how... you died. How can you die worse? Yeah. You know. sound like an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Just making excuses now. You haven't been on the internet. You haven't been on that davidike.com. Oh, I bet, I, bet um, I bet you get all your information from YouTube, don't you? No, because they deleted all the information I was watching. <laughs> the bandit. <laughs> Can't rumble now, and even that's controlled. Um, yeah, Sperminator. What do you think I'm going with this? Yes. Yep. <laughs> For men who are... I love it. Sperminator 2 was better. Um uh, for men who are embarrassed to masturbate inside the hospital for a sperm sample collection, I mean, where do you think? What What are you talking about? You've got to be more specific than that because if you, I've done it and I've done it in like the reception and it's not welcome. To be more specific, um, I've never had to do that. Actually, I didn't have to do that. I was just bored and a bit of time. Busting turn up. Um, <laughs> that's definitely worse for men who are embarrassed to masturbate inside the hospital for a sperm sample collection there's now a machine invented to get the job done this will help men who are struggling to have children what do you mean a machine what's it what like a bionic arm it's uh well it looks like a like a hand dryer 
that you put your knob in? Steve, for me, that's... It's quite high. So, I'd need a step. So what's the embarrassment? The embarrassment is, uh, I assume, someone walking in on you. But you do it in a room with a locked door. Well, exactly. But, but at the end of the day, the end result of the hand dryer or you doing it yourself is the same. You've got some spunking apart. So in theory, that's not what you're embarrassed about. You're embarrassed about doing it yourself and someone going, he's in there knocking one out. Yeah. But if someone walked in, I would rather be wanking than having my knob in a, in a hand dryer. But... <laughs> it's easier to explain. There's the headline. Um... There's a T-shirt. I want to put a picture of it in here, but I'm not technically gifted um, to show you how. Oh, I've just pressed all the buttons now. So, yeah, this guy, the Jiangshu Sanwi, it's his name. Um, he's obviously Israeli. He's obviously a, a, a Semitic Jew. Um, the Jiangshu Sanwi Medical Science and Technology, he's invented this machine, and it, it is basically looks like a hand dryer, a hand dryer with a... With a fanny on the front. A hand job dryer. <laughs> Let me put this in the chat. There you go. So you can see it now. Oh, so I get to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get to see there you go. So I get to see this important invention. This is so they spent probably millions on this. Um, it looks so... like a, it looks like one of those little um, little dustbins. That's it. You know the little little tiny ones you have in the corner, and you put your foot and it lifts the lid up. Yeah, and then sometimes you get like things trapped underneath the. There you go. There's a close up for you where you put your your Mister Man, and um, uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> the fact you're staring at it like that. Um, so yeah, so that's in case you're embarrassed to go and have a have a um have a wank in the hospital. That's apparently less embarrassing. Standing in front of that and letting it do it for you. As soon as it goes into the pot, they label it. There's a little man in there labeling it up for you, like a sort of I don't know, midget or something in in there. Um, it's like just having a wank into R two D two. It basically is. I'm looking at that thinking, if you're embarrassed about going cottaging and noshing off strangers in That's in um, public toilets, you could wear that as a helmet <laughs> on your helmet. I, I think actually, if they put those in like car parks. You could just like <laughs> that's a really good idea. Imagine you just put them in the toilets, like men's toilets, because you know, like if you that probably lower the um, rate of sexual abuse, wouldn't it? If you had those in the toilets, and then these dirty old men were really horny, you go in there and, and um, like because Su, these didn't really work out in the hospital, the but we've got are. another use. What do you mean? What the reasons are for for committing a, a a crime like that whether oh, it is it. just oh man i'm feeling like i get in the toilet they've got a machine Go. in there they've got r2d2 in there yeah um but yeah that's a good point yeah some it's, it's a weird invention i've got to say i'm, I'm assuming that the guy he's, has built it for himself because of an experience that he's gone through because yeah. i can't imagine you're just sat there going i need an invention what what does the world need now that's a good point yeah it's got to be personal well, we, to you we obviously need some sort of some contraption to basically knock off a bloke who's trying to get his sperm tested okay I, mean, I was thinking of like some kind of world hunger homeless no, but you were like yeah go with that how much you've got a lot of money so you just do that at least you're do that's what you're doing and we know what you're up to because like if you ain't got that to do you're building the atomic bomb yeah and that's All another right, way of going I'll, off in your face I'll do that um, talking of going off, um, the IDF, it's a load of bollocks they are. Um, honestly, people, off. Start, people are, well, they stink, don't they? People are just seeing through them now and it's just getting more and more ridiculous. So there's like about three stories tied in with this. One of them being the fact that they've, they've blown up a refugee camp because that's what all moral armies do. Um, and they've killed 68 um, innocent people. And so they were probed on this. I think it was Sky News. And the guy, bold as brass, it was a mistake. We used the wrong munitions. What do you mean? What do you mean? Why are we using any munitions? It's a refugee camp. What do you mean the wrong munitions? Oh, yeah, well, we were supposed to be delivering aid, and instead we used the wrong munitions. 
So we were supposed to be take, we were supposed to be like slingshotting over there some packets of crisps and some cheese, but John got it wrong because he doesn't listen, and he fired doesn't a bunch listen. of rockets instead. Yeah, there were supposed to be rocket lollies, and the fucker just dropped some fucking missiles. I mean, what a ridiculous piece of language. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? It was That's a mistake. A little they care. Mistake. The mistake was you getting caught, Stan. Yeah. That I was didn't. the mistake. The mistake was the producer allowing that presenter to ask you that question. Yeah. That was the mistake. But did he? what did the presenter follow it up with? Like, did you get a Fuck mistake? Fuck always. Oh, oh, I make mistakes all the time. So <laughs> it's, we're human. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're moving sh- on. <laughs> we're human. I know you don't see the Palestinians as human, but oh, me and no. you are. No, but... I don't see them as human, but I mean, I donate to Dogs Trust, so I like animals, so I don't hate Palestinians. Fucking hell, man. I can't believe Yeah, I did see that. It's a mistake. That shows how psychopathic and little they care, and they don't. I had a little bit of a back and forth last night with someone about the Noahide laws, and they were like, well, idolatry and all of this stuff, and like, um, but you, these laws are for you, for us and not you. You because you don't see us as human. Like, he was, I think he's very brainwashed and thought he was a, a Shabbat, one of the 600,000. Um, but, like, they don't see, like, the real, real extreme ones. I'm not talking about, obviously, every oh, Jewish yeah. person. They don't see the Palestinians or anyone who's not of the 600,000 lives as human. We do. When you talk about racism... And look at the uh, royal family. They literally believe that they are a different race from a different planet or a different reality than us. I kind of agree with them when I look at Prince Charles, though. That's a good point. That fucker's from fucking fuck knows where. Transylvania, by the looks of it, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. But another story that ties into this, and it's interesting, isn't it? How many high-profile people involved in jibby-jab-jab-jabs um, are Israeli citizens, or at least um, dual citizens. So Albert Ball is a dual citizen, obviously, head of Pfizer. And then you've got Johnson & Johnson, which, you know, when they're not killing babies with talcum powder, um, they're sticking jabs in everyone. Um, they got theirs pulled. They, they they were so bad, they didn't even they didn't even manage to kill enough people. They, mm. they, had, to, they had theirs pulled. Um, but their vice president... Um, was quoted as saying that killing everyone in Gaza is a necessity. What? Yeah, you should have you you should have lobbied harder to get your fucking vaccine into Gaza, then, mate. And you'd have done the job, wouldn't you? A necessity for what? Well, it's just a necessity, isn't it? Just just, just, just necessity. It's like emptying the dishwasher is, but yeah, it's like eating. Yeah, sometimes you know. It's like eating. It's like drinking water. Uh, It's like sleep and rest and. Killing everyone in Gaza. They, they they just roll off the tongue, don't they? It's oh, yeah, you just got to get stuff. It's a tick list. What did you get from the shop? Just, we only need the necessities. We don't spend a fortune. Just kill a load of Palestinians, some toothpaste, some bread and milk. All right. You're the boss. Yeah. Oh, fucking me. I forgot the bread. Uh, I'll go back. That's S- all right. You can't uh, get your bread there anyway. They blew up all the bakeries. Jesus Christ. Uh, I know. I know. It's just awful. Um, of course it is. I know we're, we're trying to make light of it, but, like... It's just the ludicrous it's just, it's, it. it's the absurdity of speaking like that. and thinking just it's speak like that. Yeah. Well, Lindsey Graham's the same. This is a fucking Republican uh, fucking um, member... Uh, is he a congressman? Yeah, a, a, um, a Republican congressman who ran for president... Um, like four years ago or eight years ago. And he, he's on Fox News saying that, you know, we should wipe Iran off the map. So, wipe them off the map. What the fuck are you? Exactly. Like, how can people speak like that? And and also, why does why is the presenter not go, whoa, 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 whoa? That's it, yeah. Because if I, I don't know, I mean, if I call Eddie Izzard a lad, Someone will do me for hate speech, even though he's clearly a bloke. Yeah. But you can just say, yeah, wipe an entire country and therefore its population off, off just wipe them off the planet. And people go, well, it's, a, it's an idea. Some, yeah, got a bit of time on Thursday. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's another view. It's another view. We welcome all kinds of views here. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, fucking, 
Call it the genocide. What the fuck are you on about? Well, this is the other thing. Israel, like this maybe this is another one. Like Israel, maybe, well, they always make me laugh in, in a certain way of just, of just like head in the hands laugh. Um, so this was from, and I'm sure you've heard of this because you're much more up on these stuff. Uh, Israel rejects. Basically, South Africa has um, accused Israel of genocide. Obviously, it's like saying, "Do uh, did Peter Shorten playing goal? I saw him playing in goal for years, absolute years." Yeah. Um, so definitely, they know quite a lot about apartheid in South Africa as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it, but this this is just in, this is the gumption, great word of Israel, who in this one have got their their letters of Israel actually as the the rainbow. Um, Israel rejects with disgust the li- the blood libel spread by South Africa in its application to the International Court of Justice. South Africa claims lacks both a factual and legal basis. They're saying that you committed genocide. You clearly are committing. What do you mean factual? See, they're not even not even kind of playing in the same reality, are they? Like, what do you mean factual? What, by doing it. Yeah, but that's not factual. Yeah. What do you mean? What are we, 22,000 dead? Nine, nearly 9,000 children dead? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say we're getting there. But it's not like... But the thing is that we're not asking for Israel to go, yeah, yeah, we did do it. Yeah, we, we don't care what you think. You did it. It's like you don't go up to Hal Shipman and go, come on, just tell us you killed a load of people, then we can convict you. It's it's like that's not how this works, and it's the again the gumption of it of going well no because we don't accept your conviction. That's not how this works. No, but that's the thing is though, Rich. That's the way it always has worked for them. They do what they do because they are completely unaccountable, and they always have been. They do what they like. But they can't they, anymore. They, 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 could, they could literally bomb the living shit out of anyone and everyone, and the UN would call a the Security Council. Yep. Every country on the planet would go fucking, you know, the UK would abstain with a bunch of fannies yeah. and the US would throw it out. Yeah. Every single so. time. Yeah. And Israel knows that. And so they, they, they've been able to do whatever the fuck they want. And and if anyone says anything, oh, anti-Semite, they throw that out there. It doesn't work anymore. No, it doesn't work anymore. It's too late. Overplayed it. Yeah. Overplayed it. And that's that's all done with. They're they're out in the open now. But this doesn't obviously it needs to stop. Of course it does. It shouldn't be needed to said. But it's that kind of gumption, isn't it? And this starts with if you look back into nineteen forty eight when they weren't even ratified by the Security Council. And I keep putting this out there. They were an illegal settlement from the day one. It never went through because it, it was just an idea. It was a proposal. It got stuck at proposal because they didn't want it, and they just went out. Oh, fuck it, we'll do it anyway. And that's so that just shows that's you what they do, how useless they do. it all is. The process doesn't matter about Security yeah. Council, UN. Because yeah. it's all just words. It's all bollocks. You do, they do it all the time. You, you know, Keir Starmer, any, anyone will go, you know, we condemn uh, the illegal settlements in the West Bank. Right. I've said it. What are we doing? Mm. And, and Israel will go, yeah, you condemn it. OK, cool. And carry on building. Exactly. Just doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So there has to be a way of stopping this. Like someone who's done a lot of more research than myself in this, how do you think this stops? It has to end at some point. Well, I think the plan is for for it to destroy itself. I think. I think that you know, people talk about the Albert Pike letter being a uh, um, you know a a fraudulent letter or whatever. You know, all this sort of stuff. Just like they 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 say that the. (laughs) protocols of the elders of zion are a um you know anti-semitic conspiracy theory and forgery and all this kind of stuff fine okay okay i don't give a fuck who wrote it Mm. what it says in it is what is happening and also the person that that everyone goes to the journalist that go they go to um from who debunked it he has complete he has ties to zionism like it was clear it's in one of your dad's books as well like the guy, if yeah. you look into his background, he was an intelligent asset, intelligence asset. So he wasn't a, just a journalist. So when people don't even read that far, okay, who's debunking it? It was a couple of fucking articles. That's all it was. Yeah, but that's what they do. That's what they do. And then, and and then they blow that up as it's been completely debunked. It's the same. It's the same as the ninety-seven percent of of scientists say that 
human-caused climate change is is real. That's absolute bollocks. It's utter bollocks. It, I think it's based on less than two thousand studies, most of which, almost the almost the the entirety of which, never actually mention human-caused climate change. And several of the studies were actually done by the same people. So ninety-seven percent. Yeah. Just just spouting numbers. But I've had that thrown at me. Well, people go, yeah, but I understand that there's a few people that question it, but 97%, right, shut up. <laughs> and shut also, up. look at the world. Look with your eyes. They don't yeah. even to believe what's happening like they do with the Rona. Go on, then. Um, but that's, that's I, Israel I blood libel. I into that, which was Douglas Murray. What a wankstain he is. He's oh, still out yeah. there pretending to be a journalist. But you see, he was with um, the, the red-haired lass from Will and Grace. Yeah, why? Why is she, she there? She's... She's out there now. I don't know. I don't know why she's out there. They've all they've all gone out, haven't they? I, I think I think they're probably requesting to go out there so that they can relaunch their career. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's. I don't ever seen her anything any anything else. To be honest. No. Nah. So they were together, and I saw the picture of them, and they literally did look like Will and Grace, which made me laugh. <laughs> but the other one that's out there is the gobshite with the bad skin who got hit with a snowball. What's his fucking name? Oh, that's brilliant. Isn't it? Um, Dapperport, again, Dapperport. Right? Is he out there now? Is he? The yeah, Brooklyn. He's, he's, he's done with shouting on the streets of Brooklyn. He's out there shouting now. Oh, Pratt. You said I, he's definitely um, Jewish, but he's born in Brooklyn. Um, definitely Semitic, but born in Brooklyn. Well, actually, he was born in, in I think, no, that one was, I think he was born in Brooklyn. Um, yeah, he's basically a Shabbat lunatic, and um, clearly. And uh, yeah. He's well, absolutely he's got, he's got, bonkers, though. He's got the, he is bonkers. I mean, he's got the skin for the Middle East. I mean, he he he, he makes Casper the Friendly Ghost look like he's fucking been on holiday to Benidorm. He's like, he's so funny. And he's he's like a proper spoiled child, and he's effing oh. and jeffing everywhere, all the time. Like, yeah, he be he fancies himself as right tasty, doesn't he? Yeah. No. He could not skin off a rice pudding, mate. No, he could his own skin off a his rice pudding skin. Yeah, he, he he's an absolute nut job. I mean, if again, I wouldn't want him out there, like preaching. If I was one of the Chabad lunatics, I wouldn't want him out there as a spokesperson. Put it that way. But he's just he's 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 just insane, though, isn't he? Yes, I mean, he I is. don't I don't like Donald Trump, but his Trump rants are just mental. Does he is he pro Trump or against Trump? Oh, he's anti Trump. Oh, is he really? Trump Trump lives in his head. Right, and okay. it's like not only is Trump not paying rent to live there, but Rappaport's giving money to Trump. He's paying him to stay there. It's madness. He's like he, he's the proper cray cray. Yeah. But he he was also the one that was cray cray with the Rona because they were on the same page. Of course they are because yeah. it's all connected. Um, and then was basically fucking going off on one and crying about the fact that the vaccine didn't work. Uh, okay. I told you that, knobhead. <laughs> ain't gonna listen is he too busy hanging out side gay bars and going you don't get these gay it was literally, literally i think the video from last week i don't you don't get these called gay bars in in uh gaza because and he was trying to wrap it up as to say they don't like gay people he's outside a gay bar obviously no hide laws big rainbow fucking symbology behind him but trying to wrap it up as if to say it's a benefit to have sleazy gay bars like and it wasn't just a bar it was like a sleazy strip gay bar thing in Gaza, you won't get this in Gaza. You don't get this sort of service in Gaza. Probably, probably a bit more important things to worry about over there at yeah. the moment. But they've they've been doing that for a long time, though. Israel, they they call it pink washing. Right. Um, that's what they've been doing, basically promoting how how much the, how tolerant they are to LGBTQ fucking plus forever thing. Um, and they use that to basically pink wash the fact that they're actually discriminating against everything else. Yeah, yeah, pick and choose. Yeah, pick and choose. But also, it says in the like the Noahide laws, like one of them is idolatry, and then the other one was like I don't know, fucking useless, um, pointless stuff. But yeah, go on, man. let's move on from that one. Go on then. Um, what have we got? Um, this made me laugh, although it's not funny. It is a bit funny. This guy wrote it. So it's Alicia Jared. He looks very much a um, Hasidic Jew, I would say. Um, but who knows? Could be wrong there. But this was what he said. Because you see the video of the um, the Orthodox Jews going one way and the Christians coming out of this building another way. And as they pass each other, um, and you tell the Christians are holding a cross. Um, oh, they spit at them. They're spitting at them. Yeah. yeah, that's regular. And he said that this, this is what he said like when he was questioned about it. 
It's a good time to mention that spitting near priests or churches is an ancient Jewish custom. And there's even a special blessing in Jewish law that should be recited when you see a church. That, that's not good enough, I'm afraid. That's not good enough. It's a custom to spit near church. No, you just stop doing horrible stuff. Just because you've been doing it for a long time. It's a custom to just head, cut the heads off donkeys. So when Frank Reichard got sent off in Italia 90 for spitting at Rudy Voller when the Netherlands played West Germany, what he should have said... Hang on. Hey, it is custom. All right. To spit at the opponents, yeah. It's a custom... Oh, sorry, yeah, we rescind that. Yeah. As you were. And then you've got all the um, Christian Zionists going, hang on a minute, how am I going to wrangle my head around this? Because they're spitting at the cross, Jesus. Okay, we love Jesus. They clearly don't love Jesus. That's idolatry to them. So how am I a Christian Zionist? Is, is it because Zionism isn't is a political movement and not, not Judaism? Oh, but then again, that doesn't work because then we can't blame... Like when people criticise Zionism, then we can't call them anti-Semitic, um, even though that doesn't work, um, or anti-Jew. I don't know what to do with it. If Christian, They're basically supporting a bunch of people that spit at them. Yeah, but they 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 were the same when Baptist Church got bombed and shit in Gaza. They just kind of went, oh sorry, oh. something bang went off. Didn't I didn't hear that? <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, and this is the thing as well. I keep seeing um, different things where they say, you know, oh, um, and I, I don't like any religion. It's all bollocks to me. Yeah, but um, same but here. you know how um, these you know Islamic folk are, are desecrating you know this cross and Jesus and all this kind of stuff. It's like, and I saw a few you know, Muslims coming out and going, dude, this is not Muslims doing this. Like, not real ones anyway, because mm. Jesus is a prophet in Islam. Like, he, 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 he they love him. Mm. So it's actually, you know, the idea, because people have this idea they don't know much about it, that they go, okay, so we've got Jesus, you've got Muhammad, okay, right, so those two are opposing. But actually, in the Quran, Jesus is mentioned in the Quran, and he is a prophet. Yeah. He's not, not the Messiah, in theirs but he is a prophet so he's adored by them in a mm. different way so no they wouldn't be desecrating that because that would be literally shitting on your own doorstep yeah and no one's shit on their own doorstep but so when it comes to the this is what the the uh, work that i've been kind of do, looking into with christopher um, john bionis with the kabbalah so when you look into the talmud the kabbalah and the, the zohar jesus to them these guys at the really deep level appears to be the antichrist the, the, the Samuel, the snake, that's who he represents. That's why these guys spit at them, because to them, Jesus Christ is the Antichrist. And that's where people need to kind of realise that actually, because obviously Christianity is Judaism 2.0. They just, chapter two, it was created by Jews, um, the Jewish faith. Um, they create, they, at the very deepest level, it appears that they gave them a character that was the opposite of what it's sold as. And that's just apparent if you're going to spit at Christians and walk past them. That's really what it means. Just don't spit at people. Yeah, I know. It's all bollocks anyway. Of course it's bollocks. Yeah. But, the, but it's funny because what we'll get in trouble for saying this, well, I will. You will. No one really looks at my tweets. Okay. Well, no, on here, didn't I? I got in trouble for saying something about Jesus. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah. What was that? And swearing. We got in trouble last week about swearing as well. complaint I think I've ever had. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? But there you go. It's religion, whatever, you know. I believe in something, but I don't believe in organised shite. No, I believe in there's an intelligence to this. Clearly, there's a design here. But I also don't believe that a loving being would go, do you know what? I'm going to put you in this thing. And I'm not going to tell you what you should be doing. And if you do it wrong, I'm going to punish you for it. That's fucking mental. That means yeah. you're an arsehole. And you're not my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. I look around the world and I think, if this is God's plan, Jesus, man. Yeah. It's a pretty shit plan. <laughs> um, right. Charlie Watts, right? Now, I hear Charlie Watts and I think, is it EastEnders character? Or Ten is Watts. it someone from the Rolling Stones, but it's not. It's just a lad on Twitter. But it made me laugh because I saw the tweet. Now, I don't like Little Britain. I've never, like, I, I don't find it funny. But that's fine. Some people do. That's the whole beauty of comedy. It's subjective. 
Little Britain discriminated against every group of people imaginable. Classist, homophobic, racist, disabled, fat phobic. The idea that this show could work today is ridiculous and it should absolutely be left in the past. Right? Okay. So I read that and I was like, sounds pretty inclusive then. <laughs> Just having a go at everyone. Just having a go at everyone. Yeah. And that's fine. And Matt Lucas that's is an point. ardent Zionist. With alopecia, and he's taking piss out of everyone anyway. But that's fine. He's he's, he's taking the piss out of everyone. That's a good thing, isn't it? That's what the about, whole point. What about Borat, if he's just then? focusing on? If he's just you know, if he's you know going Bernard Manning and he's basically just you know focusing large parts of it on race, then okay, right, all right, yeah, you know, all right, why, come on, mate. But you've just listed everything. So what you're saying is that a show that takes the piss out of everything has no place in today's society. All right, well, what can we take the piss out of? Apart from fat, bald, white men, what can we take the piss out of? Because that's as red. That's fine. You can laugh at that. Fucking gammons. I don't know. I don't know what we can laugh. We can laugh. That's what, inclusively, just laugh at everything. Yeah, just laugh at everything. That's That's the point of comedy, isn't it? Is to be able to laugh at stuff. Including yourself. So what would he say about Borat? Borat's clearly taking the piss out of people from Kazakhstan, making them seem like they're stupid and ignorant and simple and anti-Semitic. When you really watch it, that's what Sasha Cohen bullshit was actually saying. Saying these people are stupid, they're anti-Semitic and they're idiots. This is a, char- this is a character that's based on an amalgamation of all of them. That's what Borat was. And the same with Ali G. These are the people from London who think they're this and think they're that, and they're all stupid and idiots. Um, that's what those characters were. They were funny. I liked them. It made me laugh, um, especially Borat. But that's what it was. So you're taking the piss out of Kazakhstan. So I'm sure he wouldn't say the same about Sasha at all. He'd probably have to look at what what the PC rules said before saying anything. Right. Because that's how these people function, isn't it? They don't just say stuff. What they, What do you think? And then you answer immediately what you think because it's what you think and it's real. Yeah. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may. If you don't like what I think, that's fine. You don't have to think it. Hmm. But these people that live in this kind of woke fucking God knows what kind of world it must be for them because they must have to think. It's like football now, how it's been killed by VAR. Right, because you can't celebrate a goal now. So the goal goes in, and normally in the old days, players would be celebrating, yeah. fans would be celebrating, amazing. Oh no, they got to check it, got to check it. Oh no, someone farted near him further down the the, the play thirty seconds yeah. ago. Goal disallowed. Oh fucking hell. And then and then oh no, goals allowed. All oh, right, yay. But the it's vibe's a... gone now. The vibe's gone now. It's that's like a that. Really it good like point, that. actually. So that's kind of like psychologically, it's putting a gap between your natural reactions to a moment and checking whether it's actually the right reaction at all. Yeah. And that's what this must be like for woke people in society, because you can say a joke and my instant reaction would be either. I don't get it. Or <laughs> can't make that's not funny or to laugh, but their instant reaction might be to laugh, but they have to go. They have that mental gymnastics then. Well, yeah, but what if I laugh, if I laugh, the laughter's out there already and people watching this will go, Oh, you find that funny? <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't unlaugh. So I just won't laugh. I'll go straight face. I'll process it. Check the handbook. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, you took a while to get that. No, I didn't. I got it immediately. I just needed to work out whether it was okay for me to laugh or not. What, what a life. That's why this pro- this podcast was popular, because you just... Was oh, past oh. tense. Before, before we got into fucking Israel, it was hilarious. Now it's fucking shit. Now it's just um yeah, a bit depressing. Oh well, oh well. Let's have a look at some more then. Um, there's the lobster, rock lobster. I painted that. I painted that. Did you paint that? I did. I made that. Yeah. This one. Oh, it's got. He's got, got a bit of pink eye. Annoyingly. <laughs> Yeah, we all get Someone's that. Someone's passed on his pillow. <laughs> Canadian passes... Canadian. Well, he, I suppose he is. Um, Canada passes law requiring tampons in male bathrooms. Obviously. I mean, why wouldn't you? That's what you need. you got one of those sucky-off machines. You might say, what should they... Oh, you would have called it sucky-off, wouldn't you? If you were Chinese and you, you, you invented it, you'd call it sucky-off. Sucky-off? 
You have to put like a question mark at the end of it though. Go up at the end. Suck you off. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, you're right, mate. You're right. Ah, oh, there's a machine in there. Oh, I'm it? English, by the way. I just say it like that. Yeah. I just say it like that because it's just it's how it reads. It's like saying <laughs> Parmesan. Just say Parmesan. I used to say Parmesan just to annoy people. I like occasionally I still do. Well. Yeah. Parmesan. Tower of Babylon. Um, Justin Trudeau announces plans to install taxpayer-funded free tampon dispensers. I'm glad he's doing the real important stuff. Oh, yeah. Free tampon dispensers in Parliament buildings, men's bathroom for trans staffers. Just trans staffers. As critical as critics say, men will just bring bring them home to their female partners. I bet you that's a present. Got a gift. I got a present for you. Got a present for you, love. Close your eyes and your legs. And there what are they tampons. Oh, thanks. What what a, what a joke though! Like if you were a homeless person or someone really struggling in Canada, you'd be looking at oh, that's where the taxpayers' money is going, is it? <laughs> Can I fucking eat them? No. All oh, right. Can I put a bit of a glass of water? Yes, you can. Yes, yes you can. You absolutely can do that. But then you won't have any water. It's counterproductive. <laughs> a new change to the Canadian Labour Code that went into effect earlier this month stipulates that all federally um, regulated employers are now required to provide free menstrual products in all employee bathrooms, even if you don't menstruate, obviously. The change was announced in May of 2023 by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's Liberal government and kicked in on December the 15th. Regular regulations posted to Canada's Employment and Social Development website specify that menstrual products must be in all toilet rooms, regardless of their marked genders, but they're not needed. It's like putting a bloody wheelchair access in... Where wouldn't you put wheelchair access in? Uh, a professional football team's changing room. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Hurdles. Those, give it time, though. Yeah. And this means that every female identified... Male identified... Well, that doesn't even make sense. This means that every female identified, male identified, and all gender toilet rooms will need to have... Menstrual products. So this is again is going into that point where you go. I've got to figure this out before I even respond. Well, it's just it's just nonsense, isn't it? Yes. That 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 that's what it is. It's just nonsense. And yes. that's what Justin Trudeau is, and that's what Canada is. It's just one big gaggle of nonsense. <laughs> Clapping Nazis. What a load of bollocks. <laughs> so that was that one. So now menstrual only in government buildings. So any trans government officials can go in there, and if you even if not, you can nick a bunch of tampons for your missus. Yeah, stick them in your ear whenever fucking Trudeau's talking. Load of bollocks. Talking of bollocks, or rather one bollock, a, solo a, a sologamist. What? Well, that's easy for you to say. So there's a sologamist in France. Bloody would be France, wouldn't it? Um, is a lad who's married himself. <laughs> see that? So his yeah. right side is man and his left side is woman. So I don't know how he's having it off. And if he's having it off with other people, what half of him's cheating? Or is it always a threesome? That's a good point. Very like, is he, he, very confusing. Do they look at each other and go like, oh, I saw you look at her. I saw you looking at him. I saw you looking at her. Well, I saw you look yeah. at him. Did you just well, start having an argument? Talk, yeah. How do, how did they do their vows? I do. I do. <laughs> it's just bloody nonsense, isn't it? But someone's gone along and gone. Yeah, we'll do that. We can do that service here at the church. We can do that. We, we don't guess. discriminate. You get married to yourself. Um. So what? What part of you's Philip, and then what part of you's Mary? Can't you tell. Right. I thought we were gonna go for Philippa. <laughs> Flapper. What call you, Flapper? instead oh it's amazing so we'll obviously put the picture up here um aiden who's no longer with us he's not dead he's just not working with us um but it's half yeah, and half what, what, how, how do you decide what half it is as well so what part of him went well that's the side because you're either yes, a, a right point. a right tit or a right prick which one do you want to be i'll be a right <laughs> tit all right well then you're a left bollock well if you're looking at uh, again should i uh, Kabbalistic terms that would be the androgynous Shekinah and Yahweh stuck back together, but I doubt this person is a Kabbalist, it just seems like a nutter. Yeah, 
So what has it said anything good, about good them? Luck to... What does it say in the tweet? It's French. <laughs> Too much sausage on, mate. That's what happens. I wonder what their family thought, like at the wedding. Well, what, what 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 side do you sit? <laughs> I've got like. <laughs> Is it all the women on one side? Yeah, I'll be honest. I doubt there's that many people there. I reckon mm. there's probably some YouTubers and sort of women's own type magazine reporters. Apart from that, I doubt there's that many people there. And Douglas Murray sitting at the back. Yeah, Will and Grace are there. Yeah. Either side swapping around. Would you? I suppose you go over one side and you'd have to move it over to the other side, wouldn't you? And just, just shuffle, shuffle around, or put the chairs in the middle. You may kiss the bride. Good luck, son. <laughs> oh, oh, I wish you'd shaved. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what is going on with this world. But oh, that's someone's point. child. Obviously, it's a man, isn't it? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a man not uh, uh, pretending to be half a woman. Are you looking forward to your wedding night? Yeah, I've had some ribs removed. Oh, mate. Mate. Oh, I didn't even know they were on the menu. Um, <laughs> do you remember the rumour that Prince had some ribs removed so he could give himself a blowjob? Yeah. They were great rumours in our days. They were harmless. Yeah, it was like um, Richard Gere with a ferret up his ass and shit. There was just some... <laughs> it wasn't a ferret. It was a, it was a gerbil. Was it a gerbil? <laughs> I was going to ferret it fucking out, wouldn't it, to be fair? Not that it matters. Like, I'm correcting you on, on, on blatant lies. But, yeah. I know, they were harmless ones back in our day, but there you go. Exactly. I mean, I had leopard cubs in my bed, didn't I? I've told you that story, didn't I? So, Did you? Yeah, when I had my first hip surgery, when I was little, I was in a children's ward, and uh, the Isle of Wight Zoo had had a bunch of leopard cubs born, but they were all born prematurely. So they're all absolutely tiny, oh. and the um, the mother, I don't know if she'd either rejected them or she hadn't produced milk or something. There was something, and so these, you know, desperate, oh. they were, were given a load of teats from the from the um, you know premature baby ward um, at St Mary's Hospital, and so as a and this they lived, which is amazing because they had to bottle feed them with these premature teats, like tiny things, because obviously they were fucking tiny little cubs, and so. As a thank you, they brought in a bunch of what would grow into human-eating savages into the children's ward, and so I had little, yeah, little leopard cubs oh. just like running around the bed, going under the. I was in traction, so my leg was up in the air, yeah, and um, basically doing a Nazi salute. Your legs, but with my foot, yeah, um, and so they they were just running around the bed, climbing around, oh. tiny little. Like little kittens, but but leopards, obviously, that would then go on to be like bloody huge. It's quite amazing, isn't it? I had a leopard in my bed. Oh, that's the nice that you got them hospital. When I was in like, Great Ormond Street, they just let Jimmy Savile in. And you wake up next to him in the bed, it's not particularly nice. I've just been through 10 it's hours. It's not operation. ideal, no. No, it was a, it was a coin, coin flip between Jimmy Savile and the leopard cub. <laughs> There's another t shirt. Right, guys, let's do the uh, unload the dishwasher. Well, let me do one more because it okay. took me for ages to find it. All oh, right, yeah, okay, no, no, of course. I was it. more about your. Um, we're not sponsored by these; they're very expensive. This one tastes like shit. Is that the Huel stuff? I actually like them. I like the banana ones, but the berry one. Not so good. <laughs> not so good. So when I was, we were staying on the Isle of Wight, and so this is Boxing Day. Boxing Day night, uh, Gemma went out with her sister to the cinema. So I've got both girls to sleep, but I'm sat there. I've got very little internet. Basically, I've just got what's on my phone. I've got no internet there. So can't I can't really do any work. Can't, really, can't, a, can't really do much. To like um, a Lego. Well, I man. phoned up the guy from Japan to try and bring, bring over one of those devices, but he, he said <laughs> I can't get it over on Boxing Day because there's no boats running. Saki. Um, and then, yeah, the because there was a storm, the TV, you know well, you pop telly on it, does like does like a crackle thing every now and then. It just becomes really annoying, so I turned it off. So I'm bored, right? So I had a big beard, and I just thought, you know what? I need a change anyway. It's been a bit of a shite year. I'm gonna have a restart. I'm basically just gonna grow it back again. But so I so I shaved, right? But I left the tash because I thought it was funny, right? So I put a picture up, um, and I do look like a bit of a knob. But I was like, wife's out, kids asleep, I got bored, tash life, right? It's just a throwaway little thing. I thought it was funny. So let's see what Toby thought of it. 
Ike family are only placed there to mock you and the truth. Completely vacuous individuals, hollow people and empty souls. David Ike, I don't know why he's been brought into it. David Ike tactically supports and endorses the Royal Society, which is where the eugenicists, uh, uh, Malthus, Galton, Darwin's, Huxley's, Wells, Jenner came from. And I thought, right, you got that from me <laughs> having a shave on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought when I saw it. And I saw, I saw, I looked at it. I was like, because obviously he's he's tagged me in it. And I thought I don't know what to do with that, so I didn't do anything. And what but can I just you do? Thought, yeah. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'll shave that off then. <laughs> so now, now the tash is gone. I don't know what. I don't know whether I am any of those things or whether I'm all right again. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. Is he the guy that's been sending you the Masonic Fight Club stuff? No. 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 That's, that's uh, well, special. it might be. It might be, but I, I don't think it is. But for people at home, I get regular emails, which are often in block capitals, and they are quite something. They are. They are something to decipher. And um, Masonic Fight Club, I can't remember the rest, honestly. But There's lots of... Swearing. The word cock... Yeah. Um, Freemasonic Lodge of the Masons Fight Club um, of the Damned. There's a few bits in there that are quite hard to decipher. Um, I don't really know where to go with them most of the time, but I do, I do enjoy them. So thanks for sending them. Yeah, no, I, I think I enjoy them too. Um, so the guys, remember, don't touch yourself. There's a machine out there that can knock you off. And there you go. Um, let's undo the dishwasher. Undo it. Head over to supremecbd.uk and use the code WTAF and you get 40% off everything. I hope you have an absolutely bloody fabulous New Year's Eve and perhaps more importantly, a fabulous 2024. Well, we see you on the flip side. I once urinated down a stairwell on New Year's Eve and didn't realise it was a stairwell because it was dark down the alley and fell down it onto my cock. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs>